Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to Fan Manners with Dandy. Grab your fan and repeat after me. Closed, pointing towards your heart means you have my love. Drawn across your breast means you have my love. Closed, pointed towards your nose means you're not to be trusted. Yawning behind it means ah, go away, you bore me. Welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Friday, February 5th. This is the Drop Podcast. Hashtag full squad. I'm Jay Skeets. And alongside me here, we got Mr. What You Need to Know, Tass Mellis. Hey, everybody. Hey, Tassie. We got the Bass Master ripping them lips, Trey Kirby. Ew. Hey. Hey. We got the International Man of Mystery taking it to the max. Lee Ellis. Brand. Lily, and last but not least, making the magic happen here on a Friday. It's JD. Hello, Darius. Here we are. Shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube, getting in closer and closer and closer to our mini goal of thirty thousand subscribers. Let's do it. Keep liking and keep commenting. Keep sharing. Subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. The Classic Factory thanks you so so much. Dropped a brand new NBA whoopsies, the bloops and the hoops uh, yesterday. That's up on our YouTube channel. Tass, of course, had what you need to know. For this morning, he's got it all week, Monday through Friday. Go check that out. And last night, the classic of all classics. We missed you, Tass. Man, we could have used you because we had a lot of time to fill. (laughs) We did, I'm not kidding here, for you listeners of just the podcast, a four-hour and 20-minute NBA happy hour watch party. And we had a special guest. The reason we went so long, we're not going to make this a regular thing, okay? <laughs> you know, we're not doing that. <laughs> it was a special occasion last night because our uh, former producer of the Starters, Matty O himself, yes, at Starters Matt on Twitter, uh, joined us for, I, I guess, basically the whole thing, right? I mean, we brought him on 10 minutes <laughs> yeah. in. He was there for four hours and 10 minutes at least. Uh, so that is up on our YouTube channel as well. Um, Lee was about to sign off about in hour three and stuck around for another hour and a half in the dark. Uh, Lee gave us a master class on how to not go to sleep. Yes, yes. Uh, Trey started making eggs at the oh, end of it. Uh, that's a thing God, that, that happened. Right. We did a lot of karaoke sing-alongs. Uh, we sh- we shared a million stories. Um, you know, JD, you're looking pretty good. I gotta say, JD, for a very late late night and then an early morning with Tess there for what you need to know. How you feeling? Uh, I feel fine. I'm tired, but you know, I I have one one talent and that is stamina. That's it. You are. You've got it. Uh, anyway, go check it out. I mean, it, it sounds daunting. It sounds insane. Like how, why would I ever watch you guys talk for four hours and 20 minutes? A lot of laughs. A lot of larfs were had uh, in this one. Somebody, somebody barfed while laughing? No, no, no. Just Matt, Matt kept calling laughs larfs. Mm. Uh, Couldn't resist. Yeah, uh, yeah. But we missed you, Tass. I get. It. I thought I, I was like, 
I don't know. When we hit past midnight, I was like, at one point, Tass is going to get up. Tass is probably sleeping, but Tass likes to get up in the middle of the night and just sort of walk the grounds, make sure everything's in order in his house. I was like, oh, he's going to jump on. He's going to jump walk on. Walk the but, grounds. Uh, yeah, Steve yeah. says, hey, JD, send Tass an email as if you got your email client open on it 12 at, 12 at midnight. Ah, great times. Great if time. anybody is right. checking their phone, I'm telling you, it's Tass at like 12.15, just randomly. I'm not wrong. I don't. But anyway. I, I, I tuned in. It was great. It was great. It was really great to hear about Top Shot. Still don't understand it. Uh, (laughs) It was great to see uh, Matty O's face. Uh, And I had some LARFs while I watched you guys for a few minutes. Excellent. Yes, it it was a blast. So go check that out. It's uh, up on our YouTube channel, of course. And uh, thanks to Matty O for for swinging by. That was a lot of fun. We'll have to do that again. And we're going to do some more um, NBA Top Shot podcast like down the line like well you know that was just like that was just spur of the moment trey was opening a pack because he had one and we were like who'd you get who was the big poll last night it was uh, <laughs> the big poll uh spencer bitcoin dinwiddie maybe yeah. i don't yeah. know if you're getting a, a blockchain adjacent player in a blockchain game i think it must mean something true 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 but so we'll, we'll, confusing so well, yeah it looked good it really looked good while you were opening though the visuals looked yeah, it's good. fun so I was I was kind of into it. And then I saw Jordan Clarkson dunk from a couple of years ago. What? Yeah. I mean, you're trading a Jordan Clarkson dunk. Can't <laughs> wait to find out more about it. Yeah. Oh, Jordan Clarkson, uh, the sixth man of the year, the leading candidate. Obviously, Uh-oh, the choice. The man will yeah. probably be the first unanimous sixth man of the year in NBA history. I don't know. I'm a completely unbiased observer here, but I would say that Jordan Clarkson has been the man for the Jazz. <laughs> Absolutely. But his dunk from 2019, is that valuable? I don't know. Well, does knows? it does it go up because he won an award two years later? Well, that's what Trey's trying to do. He's trying Let's to drive so. that price up. Yeah, talking <laughs> up Clarkson here. Uh, yeah, but we might like reach out to people at NBA Top Shot and like actually really try and figure out what's going on and uh, and do maybe a better job than we did of explaining it last night. I don't know. I got to go back uh, and watch the NBA uh, Happy Hour. Anyway, keep your questions and your comments coming for next week's Beach Stepping Podcast. Email them in no dunks at theathletic.com and immaculate items always available at nodunks.com. Go grab yourself a hoodie or a t-shirt, whatever you want. Uh, You can get that at nodunks.com. Okay, fun drop podcast here. Um, Before we get into the all-star first returns, we are paying off a pick and payoff here. Uh, Tass is. Tass lost last month, uh, so he has to pay it off. That's what we do here. And we get a weird one here. We've been talking a lot about big beef uh, with the rebounds, and then people were saying, well, what about 20 assists? What's that? Is that applesauce? We're like, sure, why not? So your payoff task <laughs> is to, today, combine the two. Put some roast beef and some applesauce together and chow down while we mm-hmm. do the drop podcast. Do you have the, uh, are you like Ellis? Do you have like just things right by you that you can just <laughs> grab and put them in the screen? Well, it's... I have some items. Okay. I've, I've got my applesauce here. It's in a squeeze. <laughs> it's in a little squeeze pack because it's meant for a child. Yep. That, that's Sorry, ready Zoe. to go. Okay. Now, my Arby's roast beef, mm-hmm. it's on the way. It should be here momentarily. Like, like <laughs> within on, a few right? minutes. You see, that's a, I'm, if you're on YouTube, you're seeing a photo from my wife, Danielle, who was first in line at Arby's this morning at 10 a.m. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, I had to make a decision. They open at 10 a.m. We start our show here 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, I was gonna get one from last night, yeah. but I, I couldn't do that. Couldn't do that to my intestine. 
So I made a change, made the move to get one fresh. Wow. It opens at 10 a.m. and people are just piling on the beef at 10 a.m. I know Arby's is, <laughs> Arby's is a solid sandwich. But, you know, I got excited for it yesterday, actually. I watched uh, a quick video from Justin Sutherland, who's a fast foodies guy. He's, uh, yeah. he's won Top Chef before. And he actually he does a double order at Arby's. He gets a roast beef sandwich and then gets a market fresh sandwich, which I like to get, too. I like the market fresh sandwich. <laughs> You know, it's one of those uh, deli sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Although you call it market fresh, it's kind of weird. What's the rest of your menu? Not fresh? <laughs> anyway, um, I'm looking forward to the beef being delivered here momentarily from okay. Danielle. And I'll throw wow, the applesauce on it. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't do a 12-hour beef. No, that's I fine. Just couldn't. <laughs> that's Smart fine. move. That's, so this is incredible. Danielle, at, at, you know, within the next 10, 15 minutes, hopefully, is going to arrive, hand you an Arby's roast beef sandwich live yep. on the show here, and then you're going to yep. throw the applesauce on it. Yes. And chow down. Okay. Wow. I'm with yeah. Jubes Mason Jr. in the stream team who says, I think I believe in true love again. It's <laughs> <laughs> very nice of Danielle, yeah. So, A delivery beef. That's incredible stuff. Although, you know, she, Trey has been uh, supporting these big beef performances. So she she's already texted me and, and she said... Uh, I'm sorry ahead of time. I got you a half pound roast beef sandwich. Oh, oh. Because it's been so it's been talked about so much. There's regular double double meat or half pound, and since Trey has been talking about the meats, uh, she went for it. And I haven't I eaten a it. thing I today. I've starved myself for this moment. Oh so wow. We're going to and here it is. Oh my god. Oh, wow. What yeah. timing? This is good. <laughs> oh my god. Arby's is never going to sponsor the show because they get all this free press. Here. Yeah, I know. This is ridiculous, you know? Oh. But anyway, let's do the it. Curly fries. Thank you, Danielle. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Morning fries. Okay, so applesauce is going on this thing. Yeah, I'll, okay. yeah. You guys, you know, you guys start talking. I'll get this thing dressed. Okay, okay, yeah. Box let's, of beef, let, pouch of sauce. All right. Applesauce <laughs> on a roast beef sandwich. I mean, I almost would just say eating Arby's at 10 a.m. is a pick yeah. and pay off. Absolutely. Right but we're throwing Absolutely. the applesauce. They don't do breakfast. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, um, yeah, let's get into the all-star first returns while Tass makes his sandwich here. Um, We have the first round of fan voting for this year's NBA All-Star Game. We're going to start out west, where LeBron James is on top uh, for all the frontcourt players, while also leading the conference there in votes. Other forwards currently... The Joker, Jokic in second, Kawhi in third. Steph Curry returns to the top spot for the guards after being sidelined, of course, last season with the broken hand. He sits pretty comfortably ahead there of Luka Doncic, who is uh, pretty comfortably ahead of uh, Damian Lillard in third. So it would be LeBron, the Joker, Kawhi, Curry, and Luka. And we are showing the uh, top 10 for the front court and the guards from the West first returns for anybody on the stream team right now. So a few questions from this, and then we'll get to the East. Biggest surprise, Trey. From, from what we just saw there, uh, where do you want to go? Well, for me, the starters are perfect in the Western Conference, as is right now. I have the same as my starters. It looks like they're probably going to be locks just based on where the votes are and the totals for the people who are sitting uh, just outside of the two or the three. There might be a little bit of a challenge there between Anthony Davis and Kawhi Leonard. I think mm-hmm. AD's like, what, 100,000 votes behind. Maybe he can make that up. But for the most part, these starters are perfect. Uh, The biggest surprise to me, though, is in the guard voting. In particular, John Morant at number four. Mm. For me, any two of Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Damian Lillard, and Donovan Mitchell, any two of those four would be the starters in the All-Star game, and I could be happy with that because I think that all four of those guys have put together All-Star seasons so far. 
But when you look at Ja compared to Donovan Mitchell particularly, that's the, that's the surprising thing to me. The Jazz are kind of coming off a huge win streak. They've been one of the best teams in the year, in the league this year. Donovan Mitchell obviously has previously been an all-star. He's won a dunk contest. He's probably the most mainstream jazz man out there. Whereas Memphis, they're 9-8. and eight. They're in a tiny market. Ja's only played nine games. But I think this bodes very well for Jaws' chance to start an All-Star game at some time in his career. If he's able to be number four right now, uh, playing for a small market team in a season where he hasn't had a whole bunch of time on the court, hasn't had a chance to pile up those highlights like we see, pretty cool stuff. Uh, So yeah, I was a little surprised to see Ja ahead of Donovan Mitchell. I would obviously have Mitchell higher, but... A pleasant surprise, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Lee, do you, is there anything that surprised you from these, uh, again, first returns, just the fans here for the West? Yeah, well, well, not to go into the starters there, but Christian Wood from the Houston Rockets is number eight, and Rudy Gobert is not in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that that's incredible. Rudy Gobert was an all-star last season. The Jazz have had an incredible start to the season to this point. And Christian Wood has been very good down there in Houston, but the Rockets have been a bit of an afterthought. They had the James Harden sort of controversy to start the season. And now since he's been traded, they've actually been playing pretty well, but they just feel like they're off the radar. And it's very sort of unusual to see a guy like Christian Wood have that sort of an impact with the fans already. Even though he's been, you know, hitting threes and blocking shots and doing lots of things, I'm just really surprised to see him, especially... He's number eight ahead of Brandon Ingram, who was also an all-star last season. He's been very good for the Pelicans. Uh, and I sort of expect Ingram... You know, I, I don't know if I get Ingram and Zion in the in the all-star game. Probably not just because of their record. But uh, I thought he's been great. So it's, uh, it's, it's a very unusual thing to think for me to see Christian Wood uh, at number eight in the yeah. West front court. Yeah. No, it's very high. Tass, got to go to you. Got to know... Uh... You know, the update on the sandwich here and what you also think of these, uh, <laughs> the first returns here in the West. Well, I do get up early oh, along with Tass, JD. I, I can't hear Tass. Oh, oh that's, that's, that's my fault. Beef, though. You can, He's got too much that's beef. That's my fault. That's, I, I muted myself so you guys didn't have to hear all my scrunching. Oh. And <laughs> um, so I've unmuted myself. I get, up, uh, I get up pretty early with JD in the morning to uh, produce what you need to know. So I'm hungry because I've starved myself since 5 a.m. Yeah. So this half beef... Half half pound of beef, I that's should a say. Half that's pound a thick sandwich. Wow. Yeah. It's it's quite thick. It's going down. And the applesauce is quite the nice sauce on it. A little, I got a little sweetness, you don't mind it. Yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah, it's that's a little skeets move. The guy loves a little sweetness on his salty. <laughs> so sure do, we're buddy. doing all right. This is going to be my only meal of the day. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it started off pretty well. That's uh, a lot of roast beef. Uh, yeah. Um, Wiggins and Wood at the 7 and 8 spot, surprising for me. Both those guys. Andrew Wiggins at the 7th highest. I know you get that Warriors bump, but that's mm-hmm. a little surprising. And to see Christian Wood, a guy yeah, released twice in the last couple of years and all of a sudden a starter on the Rockets. It's sort of like the John Morant thing that Trey was talking about. At number 4 for John Morant, it's great to see a small market guy be up that high. And I think when we get to the East, Bradley Beal is sort of similar. Guys that you wouldn't think are going to be up there in votes, Christian Wood is the same, uh, are doing well because they're having good seasons. Uh, even though uh, John Moran hasn't played a lot, Christian Wood is 22-10. and 10. I think that kind of flies under the radar. His numbers are incredible, and hopefully he'll be all right from that ankle injury he sustained last night while you guys were... Uh, you guys are watching hardcore basketball. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that combo, there's just a lot of guys that are up there that you wouldn't expect. And I wouldn't expect so many votes as well. Just overall, seeing this from Sham Sharanya said, the NBA All-Star fan voting so far is up 70% compared to last year. 
I just wouldn't. Th- that's a lot. Why? Of why? What, 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 what else are we doing? <laughs> yeah, right, right. But uh, all the talk last year about not having great ratings uh, and and just to see like seventy percent. What is the huge. NBA is more popular than ever before. Um, that's that's come on. That's that's weird. But yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, maybe fans are just getting used to voting yeah, because it has true. been a little bit uh, complicated the last couple of years. So now they're into this new format. I don't know. Do you think, were you shocked, Trey, that Zion is at sixth in the West? Like, is that like low? I actually thought he might be higher. Uh, is it high or low? I don't know. It's, it's really tough for me to say because when you look at the players that are ahead of him, it's four guys from LA and Nikola Jokic, who is an MVP candidate. So he, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Let's compare totals here. He's got 411,000 votes. Next rookie, sort of, or not rookie, but guy who's really in the mix as well, John Morant, 257,000 mm-hmm. votes. So, yeah, I mean, he's got more votes than Jimmy Butler. He's got more votes than Trey Young. I think it's just a case of he's behind a lot of big market guys and sure. big name players in the Western Conference. Uh, but I'm not surprised to see him ahead of Brandon Ingram. I think it's only a matter of time before Zion's starting an all star game. That's probably true. All right, so wildest omission in the Western Conference. Lee, you sort of already gave your answer. It's Rudy Gobert to you? Like, it's like he's not even in the top 10? Is that yeah. the most shocking? Or do you want to make a case for your boy, Mike Conley? Because <laughs> people are well, up in arms yes. about Mike Conley not being in the All-Star discussion. It, it would be pretty ironic if Mike Conley couldn't make it as a grit and grind grizzly, and this is sort of second phase of his career. He's able to make it with the Utah Jazz. I mean, they, they deserve two All-Stars based on their record and the way they've been playing. I think Mitchell's the absolute lock and who is that second one i mean i think it has to be rudy gobert uh conley will be in the conversation but he'll just miss out again in that western backcourt he's he's not gonna uh overtake some of those guys that we've seen you know like someone like lillard who won't start he will be uh voted in by the uh by the coaches, coaches of course yeah. so you know i mean then mitchell's up against someone like a devon booker you know uh i think based on the record he's and, and booker's been a little bit in and out of the lineup uh and the sun started off hot but cooled off a little bit. So he's probably ahead of him. Uh, but I think that Jazz, you know, Rudy Gobert, he's the sort of guy who feels disrespected. He's talked about that a lot, you know, being snubbed for awards, being snubbed for the All-Star game twice before he finally made it last season. So I think if he doesn't get in and, and, he, and he looks at these voting returns early, he's like, people just don't respect what he brings to the team and brings mm-hmm. to the game. Um mm-hmm. So, uh, but I, I think, uh, like I say, I think he probably does get the vote, the coach's vote anyway. So I think he'll be fine. He's never going to be a starter because he's just not that popular. But I think the coaches respect uh, his game and what he brings to the Jazz. Trey, is there a crazy omission in the Western Conference to you that you're like, whoa, I can't believe that guy's not there? I don't know if a lot of crazy omission skeets, but I did love to see Shea Gilgis Alexander making the top 10 oh, there so at number I. nine. I mean, obviously we've got our bet. Uh, for if he's going to be an all-star. This, I think, bodes well for him, at least being an all-star next year. And as you know, I've invested in the Shea top shot, so (laughs) I'm loving seeing him on there. The prices are going up. Uh, But, I mean, he's still under 100,000 votes, which isn't very much, uh, but it's always nice to see your guys showing up in the top 10s. Who's somebody that missed out that you would expect? I guess it's got to be Conley and Gobert, just because the Jazz have been so good. Yeah, I, maybe De'Aaron Fox, too, just with what he's done oh, yeah, recently, yeah. just not to be in there. Tass, is there anyone we're missing? Uh, as you uh, really, yeah, you're really taken down. You you're seem to be really enjoying that nice yeah, Furby th- sandwich. Yeah. Thanks for noticing. I'm pretty happy <laughs> that I made the decision not to get an old Arby sandwich from last oh, night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. That uh, is a lot of meat. It is. <laughs> they it got is. the meats, I heard, but man. And so, yeah, for sure. Some is even falling off as I eat it, that's for sure. <laughs> 
It's going to be a messy cleanup a little bit later. Uh, I think you guys got them all. You okay. got them all. Okay, well, let's go to the Eastern Conference, J.D. Throw it up, my man. Uh, Kevin Durant, he actually leads all vote-getters in the league. Yeah, more votes than LeBron, uh, with fellow Nets teammates Kyrie Irving and James Harden taking the number two and three spots in the East backcourt, respectively there, behind Wizards star Bradley Beal. Yeah, Lee's been working those Twitter votes, apparently. <laughs> uh, joining KD in the front court currently, first returns, Giannis. And Joel Embiid, uh, with over 1.5 million votes each. A lot of votes here for those three guys in the front court uh, in the East: KD, Giannis, and uh, Embiid. And then, yeah, Bradley Beal leading all guards with Kyrie in second. So, same question as I asked at the West. Task, get us started. Biggest surprise from seeing all of these numbers here. Where are you going? It's right there. It's Bradley Beal at the top of the guards list. That's a shocker uh, to me. Uh, it's the biggest shocker after looking at these early returns. Other than the fact that we're having an all-star game. That's a shocker. But we'll, we'll get, get to that, that yeah. Yeah, a little bit later in Warsaw of the Week. Bradley Beal, as the most popular guard in the East, is... It just put me off my chair yesterday when I saw it because he was... He's just, he's just never all that high. He was eighth last year. Yep. He was seventh the year before that. He was fifth the year before that and tenth the year before that. Uh, I think it, the circumstances just played out perfectly for him uh, because... It started when Kyrie Irving, uh, the voting started when Kyrie Irving was just kind of coming back from those couple weeks off. So he dropped a little bit. James Harden spent time in the West. He came over and, and mm-hmm. maybe not looked at it as a starter. So they're pretty close if you look at, at those numbers. Their vote totals one, two, three, but they're all behind the top three forwards in the Eastern Conference. So yes, Bradley Beal is number one, but he's less popular than three forwards in, in the starters in terms of Eastern Conference voting. So um, this is t- difficult. Do you have to the meat burps right beat. now? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, I'm I'm quite gaseous. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, uh, I, it, it's in line with my thinking though. When I okay. made my selections for All Star starters, I made them just in terms of the way, in order of, the, of my thinking about them. Who am I thinking of as an Eastern Conference All Star starter? Well, uh, Bradley Beal is my first guard, so that lines up with me and mm-hmm. and. Uh, I think that's what people are doing too when they're when they're looking yeah. at their ballots. I guess I'm a fan. I guess I really am not much of an analyst. I'm just a fan. But uh, Bradley Beal at 35 PPG, this could be the time, especially um, you know with the way that the voting breaks down, the way yeah the media has to vote and the players have to vote as well. Uh, it's going to be hard to knock him out. I think. I, I think he's just he's looked at by everybody as. Such a great score. And then you have those other scenarios with Kyrie and James Harden that Kyrie wasn't playing, James Harden coming from the east, so I or from the west. So I think I think he's gonna get in there. I think he's gonna be a starter uh, when all is said and done. Well, we were debating it last week, right, on the drop podcast, Trey. We were talking about is it Beal or Trey Young, you know, was what we were doing. We had all we all had Jalen Brown as our starter in the East in the backcourt, and then we were trying to debate who gets it. And uh we had this discussion. We were like I said it, right? I was like, who's gonna get more votes between these guys? Like, where's the popularity for Beal or Trey Young, who got a ton of votes last year? I mean, Beal has almost a million more votes than Trey Young. That's shocking. Yeah, that was the shocking thing to me, yeah. seeing the the difference in votes between Beal and Trey Young, considering that Trey Young led the East Guards in voting last right. year. Every single result, you know, like first, second, third returns, and then obviously the game, the guy led 
in voting last year. So to see him drop to sixth, I thought was surprising because he, it's been a little bit of an up and down season, I guess, for Trey Young. Uh, you know, he came out of the gate really hot, shooting a bunch of free throws, struggled for a little bit, but he's up to 26 a game, shooting 42% from the field, 36 from three. And obviously the Hawks are better this year than they were last year. Yeah. So I don't think Trey Young has really gotten worse. He had a couple of off weeks where he wasn't balling to the full potential that he has, but, uh, I thought it would be a lot closer between these two. I mean, I'm not surprised to see guys from bigger markets show up ahead of Trey Young. Like, it's not super surprising to me that Zach Levine would get more votes just because he's a Chicago guy versus a Hawk. But uh, to see the blowout from Beal to Trey Young is a little bit of a shocker. So, so Lee, what's I mean, what's your secret, man? Just really hitting those uh, double vote days uh, on Twitter for <laughs> well, your boy Beal. Uh, I, I guess there's a, a bit of a sympathy vote out there for Beal that he's putting up these huge numbers, ah. you know, and uh, but his team is is struggling badly, and people are like, well, Beal is you know more than just a guy putting up huge numbers on a terrible team. He's a, he's a legit star. So, you know, but being in that Washington market, you know, you need all the help you can get because it's just it's an overlooked. Market, you know, that's. I think that has cost Beal in the past. I think that's why it took him so long to even make the All Star game because he was on the periphery. But people just don't see Washington as a big, sexy market like a Chicago that seems to always get votes just because it's the Bulls. Um, so yeah, this is. If this does hold, this will be remarkable for Beal uh, to be the top vote getter for the backcourt. It could. I mean, it could swing, and we could. I mean, it's possible we could have three nets starting the all-star team as well. Mm -hmm. It's possible if Harden. Oh, absolutely. I think it. I think it's actually likely. I think Harden and uh, Kyrie both overtake Beal. Yeah, and and, the next time we do this, yeah. Yeah, I mean that 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 could happen. So that would be weird. I mean, the nets. You know, like their their record isn't isn't great. I mean, they what are they right now? People don't care. I mean, no, I know, but um, out their favorite players. Oh. Yeah, they're fourteen and nine. Actually, they're better because they, they they felt like they were close to five hundred, but they've gone on a bit of a uh, a bit of a win streak here. But James, here, Harden, here's the question: Do the coaches pick Beal if he doesn't make it as a starter? Yes, a- and yes. and the Wizards are brutal. Let's say, Continue yes, I brutal. think yeah, yeah, okay. Beal gets in. I think he's in no matter what. Yeah, for okay. sure. Um, and, and, okay, but just like with James Harden, for example, you know his his reputation at the early part of the season wasn't good. It hasn't really affected him though in terms of garnering votes because since he's been to Brooklyn, he's been very good. He's looked engaged. The teams are winning. He's put up triple doubles. So, you know, any sort of ground that he may have lost, he's made up very, very quickly there. So, uh, you know, because I talked about it last week. I said, uh, you know, I'm not sure they get three uh, three players in the All-Star game. I'm not sure they're deserving. But looking at it now, it's like, well, they're definitely going to get one starter for sure. And then the other guy is probably going to get voted in anyway or, or uh, chosen by the coaches anyway. Mm-hmm. So they probably will get three even if their record isn't uh, the best in the East. Yeah, I think that's right. If Durant somehow maintains his number one uh, status overall here, he would obviously unseat LeBron, who's been the overall vote leader for five consecutive seasons, Wow, Uh, which is is pretty crazy. Seven years overall, I think, for LeBron, dating Mm. back to 07. Um, Durant's been an all-star like 10 times, but he's never garnered the most votes. So I think uh, think it's a little something to watch if you care about that. A little fascinating to me. Wildest omission, though, in the Eastern Conference. Let's go to you, Lee, which, uh, you know, you see the... The 20 names is what we're given. Who can't can't you believe is not there? Well, Chris Middleton has been a two-time All-Star and he's having a better season this season than he's had those other two seasons. And the Bucs are second in the East. They got off to a pretty hot start. They've cooled down a little bit, but I think that's also reflective of, of... Chris Middleton's game. It's not a sexy game. It's a it's an old style game. It's a mid range game uh, that people just overlook. You know, Giannis is the one who gets all the attention in Milwaukee, and rightfully so. Giannis is going to be a starter in this All Star game. But the fact that Middleton 
didn't even get more votes than Jeremy Grant, who's been good for the Pistons, but it's on the Pistons and it's Jeremy Grant, yeah. is shocking to me. Um, you know, again, you usually guys, you know, we talk about how often you, they're a season behind, you know, so Middleton could have had a great season one year, doesn't get the recognition until the following season. But when you've been a two-time All-Star and you're having a better season than those All-Star seasons, I mean, it's, it's his numbers are close, but I think, to me, this is the best season that he's put together. Uh, I'm shocked that he's overlooked to that extent anyway. Uh, I mean, Jeremy Grant, like I say, playing well, earning that contract, but it's the Pistons and they stink, and I just can't see how many people are really watching uh, Pistons games and highlights to, to give Jeremy Grant that bump over over someone who's a, you know, he, he's a all-star player and he's a respected player, even if he doesn't have the, uh, the most athletic and highlight uh, real plays in Chris Middleton. Okay. What do you got, Tass? Is there a... You know, a name that you're a little shocked isn't there? Well, I was happy to see Jeremy Grant there, though, amongst those top 10, just because he is having a career year. He's having a really good season. Um, but yeah, it definitely plays into the market situation. Yeah, the Bucks just aren't the tops when it comes to headlines and all that. And, mm-hmm. and it goes back to last year. It goes back to the year before that. Yeah, Giannis is voted in the end by people who are, you know, appreciate the game. The, and, and watch the game they vote him as MVP but when it comes to yeah headlines week in and week out they're overlooked there's no doubt Chris Middleton's overlooked uh, but I'm happy that uh, I'm happy Jeremy Grant's having a great year in, okay. in Detroit and some people are recognizing him for it and I guess he gets the Detroit bump I guess I guess where there's a little fatigue is that people will see uh, Giannis oh I'm voting for him might not vote for Chris Middleton and even with the Nets like, you know, I'll vote for Durant, so there's probably less votes for for Harden and Kyrie Irving. They might not just want to yeah. stack it. Yeah, with, uh, I think that Nets. happens. Yeah, what about you, Trey? Is there anybody you're shocked on there? I don't know if I would say shocked, but Tobias Harris not making uh, the voting is a little bit of a surprise. He's having a great season. He's had a bunch of highlights, and the Sixers have been good, but Ben Simmons is 10th in voting amongst guards so if we're already talking about these guys like Chris Middleton who has been an all-star who's playing on a alongside Giannis who probably has a bigger profile than anybody on the Sixers it's not super surprising that Tobias Harris wouldn't make the list but I think it kind of ends the dream of him being an all-star like he could definitely make it as a reserve pick by the coaches but Mm. yeah it doesn't seem like he has a lot of buzz right now yeah I think that's right I'm actually shocked uh like any other forward has a vote. I mean, I guess Tatum is a forward, but like it should just be <laughs> the three guys at the top. I mean, everybody should be voting for those three guys, Katie, mm-hmm. Embiid, and Giannis. Uh, I have that in the wrong order, but you know what I'm talking about there. Like, I mean, those are your three front court starters. It's like a no-brainer. Uh, but, you know, some guys are obviously warranting some votes. You got the two Celtics guys. Jalen Brown is not as high as I think some people maybe thought lately. Um, though we, we were high on him, of course, thinking he should start, and I think he'll be there ultimately, but... You know, not getting a huge, huge amount of votes. No, I mean, but when you again look who's ahead of him, uh, I think that's probably about fair just because of those other guys that got more attention. And Jalen Brown, as great as he's been this season, you know, he he's not a, a loud player. You know, he's got some good highlights and nice dunks and things like that, but he's a quiet, hardworking sort of a guy. And I think that probably is where these other guys stand out a little bit more. Like Beal's had some great highlights. Kyrie Irving, you know, when he gets going, it's great. And of course, James Harden, mm-hmm. you know, he lights up the highlight reels as well. So I'm actually, I'm glad to see Jalen sort of on that, is the leader of that next level because I think he's been much better than everyone else below him this season, um, I mean, uh, you know, Zach Levine, he, he being in Chicago really helps him. And that's the sort of thing like with Jeremy Grant. If Jeremy Grant was doing this for the Bulls, I could understand why he would have such a big bump because Chicago historically just 
always has guys. Giant get, market, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but Detroit's not quite the same like that. But uh, yeah, Jalen Brown, I think he's in anyway. I think I think just because of the season he's had, uh, the coaches will recognize it that he's he's taken a huge leap this season. And I had him on the team last season, and uh, it was kind of down to him and Tatum. Well, Tatum is is a lock for me, uh, and I think Brown will be too. Okay, so the All Star starters here. They're determined again by 50% of the fan vote and then media vote 25% and player vote 25%. They're announced on TNT on February 18th. That's right around the corner. That's coming up. The reserves, which are voted on by the coaches, is announced uh, soon after that, February 23rd. So we'll be talking about this as we move forward and we get the returns. You, you dipped into the fries, eh? The curly fries? No, no, no. I'm using them to get the meat out of my teeth. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> there's a lot of meat. I'm not having fries this morning. What? <laughs> Oh, no. no breakfast potato, huh? That's yeah, nice. Um, no, <laughs> got to have a code, and it wasn't part of the uh, the pick and pay off there here. And are you done the sandwich being used? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought you. Got took space it. Yeah. I know we like a long pods here. I got some time. <laughs> I'm yeah. three quarters through. Has there been a sort of bigger one season drop off than Pascal in your mind? I mean, wow. I know he, he no hasn't Raptors been... even in sight here. Yeah. Right? I mean, you could bring but that Pascal up. started last season. Um, wow. Great point. You know, it's a good and he's, point. And he's, a hell of a drop-off. Yeah, he's not going to even make the team this season. I mean, he, he doesn't deserve it, but no. uh, it's quite quite the change, really, for him. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Uh, yeah, I don't think, like I, I've said before, I don't think any raps are going to actually get in there. I don't think Lowry will. I don't nah. think Van Vliet will. Definitely not Siakam the way he's played. Uh, you know, I could talk up OG if you want me to. You want to talk some OG here? <laughs> oh, uh, what you up to, Isaac? It's been yeah. a long time, though, that the Raptors haven't had an all-star, right? Absolutely. I mean, Lowry and DeRozan, that's a long time ago at this point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, let's get to uh, worst of the week. But before we do, quick word from our sponsors. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply. Okay, let's get to worst of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the worst of the week. What do you got, Tassie? Well, we got to start it off with the NBA. This is absolutely incredible that we're having an all-star game. It'll be announced next week, all the details and all that. Uh, but it's going to happen on March 7th. And when I went to the tweets and asked you people what you think should be worst of the week, we had a lot. We had a lot of people saying it should be the NBA. Vikash Gaia wrote, did you do the All-Star game yet? Because it's going to happen. Everybody is going to be up in arms when they realize that there's going to be an All-Star game played, period. And it's already starting. You heard LeBron James last night uh, say he has zero interest zero energy he'll <laughs> he'll be there physically but he won't be there mentally uh, this which, is bad 
I mean, let's not like oh. like. I mean, we're gonna make some jokes about it for sure. Of course, that's what we do. But I, I couldn't believe this. I'll be honest. Like, it's one thing for De'Aaron Fox to say it's like stupid. Like, it's like okay, Fox is like on the come up. Yeah, maybe he's in the All Star conversation. LeBron James literally coming out and saying this is dumb. Why are we doing this? And I don't want to do it. He called it kind of a slap in the face. This is crazy, Tass. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not. A, I'm. Are you a hundred percent convinced this game still happens after LeBron says that? Yes, I'm convinced okay. because I think he's been talked to. I think he's said uh, the Players Association has gone to uh, a bunch of their players and said, hey, this is happening because LeBron, uh, you know, it's seeming like he had these comments prepared and that at the end of it, he said, I'll be there physically, but yeah. not mentally. So he yeah. said he's going to do it. Yeah. And same with Darren Fox at the end of the clip. He said, well, I'm going. You know, if I get picked, I'm going uh, because you get fined and you have to go and the mm-hmm. Players Association represents them and they made this deal. LeBron was told before the season uh, that there wasn't going to be an all-star game. And so I think that's why he kind of terms it a, or calls it a, a slap in the face uh, because, yeah, he had two months off and now he's got to go play a, bas- a meaningless basketball game. Right. No other no other league is doing this. You know, we can we can talk about the regular season and, and starting that up in general and, and how that's uh, kind of irresponsible but uh, but then you make the argument that, hey, it, it does put p- food on people's table. There are a lot of people who are employed around sports leagues, but an all-star game, that's a whole other level of greed. The first the first step of, of starting a, a regular season and starting an NBA season, I mean, it took a lot of, of, of took a lot of people risking a lot of things uh, um, to, to make it happen. But this all-star thing, it doesn't make any sense. Now, some people will say, hey, they're already playing. Why can't they mm-hmm. just go play another game? Right. Um, but it's not just the players. It's it's them coming to a city. They're coming to Atlanta, where we all live, an open city. And you know, as we all do, covering so many All-Star games, there's going to be so many fans in and around these hotels. There's going to be parties after parties after party after party after party. And I'm more concerned with those people. We're more concerned with uh, fans hanging out. And, and it just... Right. It just doesn't make sense. It's irresponsible. It's it's strictly about money, and obviously starting the NBA was about money, but there's some arguments uh, to be made for that. You know, you didn't do the bubble thing because it didn't make sense financially, uh, and, and and you're trying this out, and, and they, they are, I think, rectifying where everything was going wrong in terms of uh, all the, the corona protocol and guys contracting the virus but this is this is too much i don't know how you can back this this is just bad optically for the league yeah what do you think trey uh, especially after lebron's comments last night that may, that maybe caught you by surprise maybe they didn't but what, what do you think of the chances of this actually going down i think it's definitely going to happen i remember lebron said he also didn't want to play games with no fans in the stands and obviously <laughs> that has been the case uh but yeah it's going to happen the money is there and that's the only reason the league is doing it obviously it's a, it's a risk and it's even a risk i think for the league to be bringing all the best players from the best teams in the league and possibly then having to the next week out sit all those guys down or perhaps have games postponed because the biggest stars in the league have contact tracing or whatever the case may be in the mm-hmm. future. But uh, it's going to happen. It's definitely going to happen unless players keep speaking out about it for the next month, and in which case, maybe there's some sort of an effect. I don't think that that will be the case. But uh, I don't know, a weird decision. And I'm just looking forward to another all-star being in a city that we have a connection to and not getting an invite to a celebrity game. I mean, clearly there's not going to be a celebrity game. We would say no to this one, but it's going to be very funny having it here and be like, well, not again. Yeah. Yeah. Anything to add here, Lee? 
It's all about the bunts. Bunts? You know, the bunts, the nice little earner, the bunts and burner. Oh. <laughs> the bunts. The what? bunts. Oh, definitely thought you meant bunts, like a baseball bunts. Uh, I thought he meant like Not buns too, burn. honey buns. Uh, I didn't know where he was going. I thought you that's a David Brent classic. I can't believe you didn't. Uh, oh, is that? Uh, yeah. Um, What's the bunts? <laughs> the bunts. Get with us. So, uh, so I mean, it's it's the, all about the like, money. It, it, of course it is. Of course yeah. it is. There's absolutely no other logical reason behind this other than there's an extra weekend here to make some money, sell some stuff, and uh, put it on TV. That's all it is. You know, pretending it's got anything to do with uh, entertaining people or anything like that is is completely false. It's all about just making as much money. And, and because of all the lost revenue from the last season and this season, anywhere, anything you can do to generate some more of that revenue back, uh, it, it, the league's going to do. That's clearly what it is. And if LeBron comes out and says what he said, there's no way the NBA can say, okay, we won't have it. They can't give LeBron that sort of power, you know? So they have to be the opposite. And like, you know, if if the entire Players Association and everyone says, okay, we're not going, we're not playing, then yeah. that's a different story. Right. But if someone like LeBron, you know, again, he's a powerful person. His voice carries a lot of weight. But if he just says, this sucks, uh, this is stupid, we shouldn't be doing it, the NBA says, okay, we're going to cancel it. Uh, that just makes the NBA in, in itself then look look like they're bowing to LeBron's pressure and not not everyone else's. But if LeBron calls up everybody and he says, "Listen, just don't go. Abort this thing. We're not going." Then there's a, a conversation to be had. But uh, I don't think we're going to get it. We're going to get there because, like we saw to start the season, the players said we didn't want to start before Martin Luther King Day. The NBA said, "Well, you're going to it's going to cost you five hundred million dollars." And everyone's like, "Okay, then we'll play. It's fine. We're safe enough to do it a, a month earlier." <laughs> right. So uh, yeah. Okay, uh, so that's a that's obviously a nominee there, Tess. The All Star Game in general, I guess, for worst of the week. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, I don't know what you guys are going to be doing that weekend here in Atlanta, but just uh, you know, stay in. Well, are you uh, kidding me? Yeah. I'm going to be watching it. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> probably live streaming well, the, the, the whole weekend. This is the. I mean, look, you know, I see a lot of people on Twitter too say, "What are we doing this? Why this is stupid?" Well, they're probably the same people watching it. But you know, if you really want to prove your point, I guess don't watch it. Don't give them, uh, you know. Your money, your eyeballs, your your uh, support, uh, but it, it is crazy. It, it's 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 a pointless game, and it's like only putting more people at risk. I think that was a good way to look at it, Tass. Like it's even less so the players is the issue. I mean, hopefully they're following the safety protocols and they're not going out to Magic City here in Atlanta. But it is all the it, it, being here in Atlanta, being in Georgia. It's the the parties, like you said. It's the the fanfare around it. That's where these are super you know spreading events is uh, could could really hurt people down the line so that's a, that's yeah. a concern so yeah and yeah there's going to be fans in the arena you know it's not going to be a, a full arena but there will be fans at the bottom there will be corporate seats yeah. uh, sold because that's already happening in atlanta we saw um uh, the, uh, the scenario last year or last week with old steroid ass uh, as lebron put it you know in the front row there's going to be some fans there there's going to be seats sold uh and, and yeah it's not a, so much concern about the players um because they should be responsible but who knows? It's also their all-star break. Uh, you know, Woj reported last night that during the all-star break, players will be allowed to travel in the United mm-hmm. States mm-hmm. Uh, and, and about in U.S. territories, not abroad, just so they don't have problems coming back. Uh, but that leads to other problems. It's Who knows what's going to happen in the second half of the season? Mm-hmm. It's it's just strange to me. You know, you, you want to say the science leads and all that. Um, obviously, the science didn't lead making the decision in December, but this is just this is a whole other level to me. Mm-hmm. And the players are going to play. I think LeBron was consulted. I think LeBron knew uh, the fact that he said, I'm playing. 
I'm not going to be there mentally, but I'm going to be there physically. And they're doing this. Uh, they're, they're taking sort of precautions by saying it's going to be one night. It's not going to be, you know, a, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday mm-hmm. thing. They're going to be in and out. You're not going to have the Rising Stars Challenge. Uh, you're not going to have some of the other things like a, a celebrity game that we won't be in. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but still, it's not. those aren't concessions. They should just, what's the point? It's just, it's all about the greenbacks or the bunts and burners, as Lee said. <laughs> it's all about the bunts. <laughs> the bunts. Yeah. Um, do we know what they're doing? They're doing an East versus West game, right? We're just going back to that. Like, it sounds like we're not drafting teams, right? Oh, like, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think that's the last report I saw. And then also, like, are we doing the Elam ending again? Are we just playing a shorter game? Like, uh, I guess we don't know the details yet. Uh, and like, beats. when it, when is this dunk contest and three point contest happening? Is one of them before the game, Lee? Is the dunk contest at halftime of the All Star game? I, 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 I would guess. I, I mean, I know they're saying it's one night, but I'm guessing those are going to be on a separate night. I'm guessing a Friday no, night. No, 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 no. It's all together it's on night. the same day. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, guess, I mean, it has to be like three o'clock in the afternoon, then, doesn't it? I mean, because there there could no, be no. some. <laughs> I mean, I, my 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 guess is they do the three point contest before the game, and why wouldn't you just have the dunk contest at halftime? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because then the players are there. I don't, they, I don't okay. know. Okay. Like, it's, it's all about the butts and burners. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Second nominee, uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's happened so many times during worst of the week. And we got so many tweets about it. John Ford writes, you guessed it. It's the Timberwolves. Uh, and, and the tweets, they kept coming. Wolves. Fourth quarter collapse against the Spurs was ridiculous. Yeah. It's yep. true. And another one. As always, it's got to be my Wolves. Yes, Josh. Totally, Josh. I totally believe. But it wasn't all that bad this past week. But it's just their Wolves fans are just in this perpetual state of saddom. I mean, that's, that's the way it's going to be this season. It wasn't that bad because number one pick, Anthony Edwards, did some starting. Is looking pretty good getting into the starting lineup. They beat the Cavs, but that blow up, uh, blow up, up 16 Wednesday yeah. on the Spurs in the fourth quarter, and they just fell apart. So the Wolves, every every week, they're going to be in here every stinking week. Sending our best to Joe Mandy right now. <laughs> At least Timberwolves fans seem to be congenial about it. They're like, as always, it's us. Yes, indeed, we are the worst of the week. We get it. Yeah, a bad one for the Timberwolves. But like you're saying, Tess, Anthony Edwards, at least he looks exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He yeah. might be in the dunk contest. He might be in the dunk contest. Yeah, who sure. knows? Throw it out there. All right, last nominee here is the Raptors' Norman Powell. He missed a dunk versus the Orlando Magic. Uh, it was a breakaway dunk. Yep. And he wanted to do a little boating and showing. Oh. <laughs> wow. Tie game, too. Yes. It's not, he, it's not like... he's, he's trying, oh. Yeah, it's a close game, and he's trying to put it away with a dunk, and he misses by a mile. Oh. Uh, yeah. It would have been a nice dunk. Yeah, it would have um, been pretty good. And we missed this on our YouTube whoopsies video that you guys should check out. So I wanted to squeeze it in this week. Some fall through the cracks. Yeah. It happens. It There's happens. a lot of whoopsies in the in the league over a week. You got to let us know if you see a whoopsie. And some of you have been great at it. You know, tweeting at us, letting us know on Instagram. Keep doing that because uh, we're, we're trying to keep up with all these whoopsies and all the bloops and the hoops, man. They can get by you. You're right, Tess. Yeah. Can Norm Powell not palm a basketball? Because remember, he <laughs> had that huge dunk against the Pacers. And even in that one, it's kind of like yeah. wobbling in his hand. And he's always trying to come from over top. Uh, I guess it's probably just a matter of time before he doinked one off the back there. Uh, who's got point. smaller feet, Trey Kirby or Norman Powell? <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee I have smaller feet than Norman Powell. I mean, <laughs> but I can almost palm a, palm a basketball. Uh, the hands are... 
average average decent yeah yeah just average Uh, we got to measure that i think you guys are the same size i mean he's not he's an oversized player yeah Yeah. that's a good point yeah let's see here okay so those are the noms sounds like the all-star game is probably running away with this week's seems that way seems that way (laughs) stream team is is agreeing yeah it's a little bonkers i guess we'll all be watching but uh, is there gonna be a fallout do 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 fans do fans stop watching basketball because of of this decision I mean, yeah, it's unlikely that that would happen, but uh, people it's, people it's will watch. Press. People will watch anything just just to watch something. So I, I think it's one of those things they're just going to go. Oh well, they did it. Let's just watch it anyway. Um, <laughs> no, I mean uh, that, that's what it is. It's, it's 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 just putting that content on, isn't it? It's like get get something on the TV, yeah. keep people's attention. Um, I just mean more but, long long term. Does uh, it turn you off? Like like you know the the NFL has done some things in the past few years uh, that have turned people off mm-hmm. and yeah. and this and, i don't and, think this is that extreme no, but no, uh yeah no yeah, maybe. It just, it's it's disappointing though as as basketball fans for me anyway totally. to see them go to the extremes of like you know like you're not allowed to hug or you're not allowed to dap up the guy you were just sweating on and breathing on for the last 48 minutes you're not allowed to dap after the game no handshakes nothing like that but we're also going to get everyone together to play a completely meaningless game and have a completely meaningless dunk contest and three-point shootout because it's just there's just absolutely no point to doing it. It just yeah. seems like it's like we're desperate for the cash though. That's why we're doing it. Um so we're going to we're going to go ahead with it. And then again, you know, George Hill was one who spoke out early like, you know, when the, you're traveling around and you're not even allowed to leave your hotel room. You know, but then you're going to put together an event like this. Uh, in, in a state that hasn't done a good job. I mean, the entire country hasn't done a good job with the coronavirus, but this has been one of the worst states. And it's like, we're putting it together anyway. It, it seems like it's like, well, we, we can sort of take a calculated risk that, you know, maybe a few people will get it, but ultimately the money that we make from it is going to be worth it. That's that's what it feels like to me. Mm-hmm. The NFL didn't even do the Pro Bowl. And don't get me wrong, <laughs> I would have watched them suit up in Hawaii or whatever. They're... No, I wouldn't have. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah. was the this last is... time you watched a Pro Bowl? I don't know. Have you ever I watched they the stopped. Pro Bowl? I thought oh, they sure. stopped. Definitely doing back it. in the day. Back in the day, it'd be sure. like, man, you're seeing Steve Young throwing it out there to Andre Risen. This is ridiculous. Well, no, I, remember, no, uh, not so I remember a punter got laid out, right, in the Pro Bowl. Oh, I think you're right, yeah. Yeah, that was a cool clip. I don't know who it was. I have no idea who did the hit, but uh, I just remember Sean that. Taylor, maybe? Sean Taylor Ooh. maybe blasted a guy? I don't know. That sounds right. What were you going to say, Lily, about the Pro Bowl? I thought they stopped doing it, but uh, I think they did. I think they yeah. they they, uh, um, they stopped going to Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they went to they, Orlando they or something. Florida. Didn't yeah. They? yeah, yeah. All right, Pro mm. Bowl. Okay, great stuff. <laughs> Good worst of the week. Let's uh, let's get to tweet of the night. But before we do, gotta pay the bills here, man. What do we got, JD? Uh, before we do that, it's gonna it's gonna be weird to be watching the dunk contest in my own house for the first time in what, like <laughs> eleven years, like. Yeah. Usually I'm by myself and I've just blown my entire per diem on a steak dinner on room service after editing all day. Have a bath. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll have a bath and watch a dunk contest. So I can still do that here, I guess. But uh, that's just good good to be strange. That's that's all. Yeah. This will be, well, this is funny. It's here in Atlanta. Do I get to count that as having gone to the All Star weekend festivities Mm. (laughs) because I'm in the same city? Because I haven't missed an All Star 
weekend uh, since yeah 08 I think yeah. is uh, where I go back to so I'm counting yeah, I'm counting weren't you in I'm Vegas weren't you in Ve- well, it was in Vegas no, I didn't go to Vegas I went to oh. New Orleans the first time they were there oh, which right. I think I is 08 something can fact yeah well 07 was Vegas so yeah okay well. it's 08 hmm. yeah Okay, so uh, anyway, you should keep up with that tradition, JD. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, here, let's be honest. Maybe we have a maybe we have an NBA happy hour, oh, All Star watch party. <laughs> oh, baby, set some records. <laughs> yeah. We'll all get some steaks delivered to our house. <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> Cut it up and eat. I love Great it. Idea. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Uh, what you, or we could eat some magic spoon. Oh, we JD. could eat we some that? magic spoon. Yeah. yeah. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply. Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Okay, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mmm, Tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. Before we show the Tweet of the Night, um, can we get an Arby's check-in task with your, your mm. big meaty sandwich? Like, how much we got left here? I forgot about yeah. my meaty sandwich, <laughs> I gotta be honest. Oh, wow, okay, a couple good bites. Oh. Could you take a... Could you take one good bite for me because it actually uh, has something to do with the tweet of the night here. Okay, so, sure. Yeah, so here you go. Big old chopper. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, nice. yeah. This guy's got the meats. I've you got look- the meats. <laughs> <laughs> meat sweats. Um, yeah, because tweet of the night, it is from uh, a No Dunks fan letting us know. Jacob, he tweeted in, looks like you're not just doing advertising for Arby's. <laughs> they clearly are doing advertising for No Dunks too, cranking out non-stop classics and if you're just listening to the podcast we're showing a photo of an rb sign and underneath that there it says five classics for ten dollars so yeah what we're a always deal. talking arby's and arby's is now talking no dunks this is incredible <laughs> this is incredible stuff when you think classics the first thing you think is no dunks i like that they don't even have to mention us by no. name for people to know ten bucks you're living the life i mean come on incredible deal i mean like there's like is what Tass has right now is that considered a classic? This meat yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, that, oh, you just got meat one. on there, right? Just straight one. beef. Okay. Yeah, is you there can pickle either... or onion or anything like that on there? No, a wow. soft bun and beef. <laughs> a wow. Soft bun and beef. Yeah. And, Jesse and... Burchett in the stream team says it used to be five for five dollars. Shaking oh. my head. That's like exactly right. There was not a lot of fast food in Plano, Illinois. We got an Arby's, and when they would come out with that five for five deal. Me and Clinton Perot were going wild at you, Arby's. You could order five sandwiches for five dollars. Yeah, five of those gigantic Tasmella sandwiches for five that's bucks. That's like, I mean, that just the math doesn't work out, Arby. Like, no wonder they made a ten. Like, uh, they get you, they get you on the fries and the soft drinks. That's, that's <laughs> the margins on the fries are ridiculous. <laughs> exactly. Can I just jump in and say, this is the worst 
uh, pick and pay off <laughs> we've done, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But like, he's I enjoying actually enjoy it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about our favorite ones. This is this is going to go down as the, he's eating lunch. I mean, the applesauce. At 10 a.m. I started at Yeah, 10. but at breakfast time, JD. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. You got up at 5. It's lunchtime, basically. I know. I know. I played, I played it pretty well, I got to be honest. I didn't, I didn't eat a bite of food until 10 a.m., so it's going down. You're not like Lee Ellis, who eats a steak dinner before a poutine eating contest uh, back in Toronto. Uh, well, look, JD, you should be happy. One, we're not going to have to cut this for social. Oh, great. You know, we don't got to do yeah, more work. You know, we don't need to really blast this one, I don't think. I, I will say, like, uh, the, the applesauce on a roast beef we thought might be a little crazier, zanier than it is, but you seem to really just like it. I mean, so maybe that just backfired on us. Now I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm putting applesauce on it. Right. Yeah, somebody yeah. commented, you have applesauce with pork chops. I mean, yeah. you know, salty it's and true. sweet. So it's, it's, true. Not, it's not bad. Yeah, it's yeah, a, little, on, yeah, a little squirty squirt. Can you take, can you take a handy. little sip like Zoe would from your applesauce? Be, <laughs> take, a, take a swig, bud. I, I'll make you a gift there, Skeets. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. That's not bad at all. That's that good. No sugar added. Is there stevia in here? <laughs> okay. Okay. So that was tweet of the night. Yes. Uh, shout out to Arby's. I don't know why we keep doing free advertising for Arby's, but it's become a bit. Uh, it's uh, early here in the month, uh, Trey, and you wanted to bring it back. The Five Star Friday. So let's do it. Trey, for those new to the game, quickly, what is Five Star Friday? Five Star Friday, the first Friday of every month, we'll read five of the best five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. The reviews are a great way for you to support the show because for whatever reason, they help us in the rankings a lot. And when you get up on the top charts, people are going to be checking your podcast. So thank you very much uh, for the reviews. Thanks for helping us with the rankings. For whatever reason, there was, a, there was some sort of problem with reviews during January. They disappeared for a while. We weren't able to get one in, but it's no big deal. We'll go through them now. Our first five-star Friday of the season. This yeah. one comes to us from another Bucks fan. The title, Great Podcast. Thanks. This podcast is the best podcast I've ever listened to. Just a bunch of fun-loving guys with great basketball slash life takes. Life takes? You got any hot life takes? These guys are so good at what they do that I had a dream about them where I was talking basketball and hanging out. I've never been so disappointed waking up from a dream as I was waking up from this dream. You just feel like one of the guys hanging out and talking basketball. Would recommend this podcast to anyone. Thanks for what you're doing, guys. It's a nice, nice review right there. Five stars from another Bucks fan. That's right. Okay, what is the full title of this one? Them boys done turned into... <laughs> <laughs> the casual use of y'all, the lip-ripping, the year-round gas-powered lawn care. <laughs> also, some very solid NBA talk, very solid play, leads to the heads-up play, focused on plays that involved no dunks, freaky, the circle of life... I don't know what was going on at the end of this review, but shout out to Bill Chill chipping in with a five star right there. Great. Year-round gas-powered lawn care. Yeah, uh, we, did, we barely got any snow here in Atlanta, so we didn't get any snow blowing going down, no. unfortunately. Here's an amazing podcast, amazing something from A-Vowels. They've been a great, they're a great group of people. They've been talking about basketball for years and it shows. What's that mean? 
Their chemistry and basketball <laughs> knowledge is the best in the business. They've been talking about basketball for years in a show. They got the Uh-oh. boomer life takes. <laughs> All right, I like this one. Cutting edge. This one is from Turnup. Love you two guys. <laughs> Many YouTube podcasts focus on their most popular and successful singles. No, not no dunks. If you want the deep cuts on YouTube's hidden gems, look no further. No Dunks also avoids the pitfall of getting too bogged down in Bono talk. (laughs) Occasional digressions into the NBA and cricket provide a refreshing change of pace. Bars coming up right here. I like the way I like my podcast the way I like my Irish supergroups. With a little edge. Oh, God, that's good. Thank you for that. uh, Speaking of uh, you two there, Lee, on last night's happy hour, you were doing a lot of singing. Do you remember mm. like all the all the jams you were singing last night? Do you remember like who you did some? Uh, we started with Elvis. Yeah. Uh, we moved into uh, Michael Hutchins. I think was second there. Uh, then we went on to Billy Joel. Right. Eminem. 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 Yeah. Eminem was out there too. Uh, I think that's everybody. I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, go check it out. The NBA happy hour. It's four hours and 20 minutes, but... uh, (laughs) You'll be able to find the part you're looking for. No problem. (laughs) Should be simple. (laughs) All right. Our last review from Mopar JGR. Best around. It was a night like any other. I woke up around 4 a.m. to take a pee, and I thought, okay... I guess now is my chance to try my mate Lee's recommendation. Hot life takes pee backwards. As I'm mounting my toilet like Gary about to hop on a mechanical bull, I think about how long I've been listening to these guys. Grantland, wasn't it? Back in the TBJ days, then the starters and a short-lived free agents, and now legitimately their most innovative, no dunks. As I was finishing my business and standing up, I smashed my face off a shell. My wife had recently (laughs) asked me to hang, knocking it some random decor and some rolls of toilet paper everywhere. I now have a black eye. Five out of five. I would try it again. Love you guys from Lincoln, Illinois. Shout out to you, Mopar. Wow. Shout out to everybody for the five-star reviews there. Lee, you got to be careful when uh, you're trying for the first time the mm. Lee P, I guess, when you mount the toilet backwards. Like uh, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. an accidental uh, thing that I sort of stumbled upon. But uh, is, is Lakin anywhere near you, Trey, in uh, Plano there? Uh, Lakin, Illinois. We... I actually don't know where that is. Let me do a quick mm. little googs. Okay. A little googs here. You've never, you've never injured yourself doing a Lee P, though. No, but um, what I did do the other, I don't know, a couple of nights ago is I went for the pee and uh, I kicked over the toilet hot roll holder stand, which is this metal thing, oh and boy. it knocked onto the ground. And, you know, like you've got your wife sleeping and I'm like, oh, my God, I've probably just woken her up, you know, for no reason. You, d- you never want to wake up your wife just for no reason, you know, <laughs> especially like three in the morning. There's a life hack for you. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Like, you know, because if you wake them up and they can't get back to sleep and you just because you were too clumsy in the night taking a pee. Ah, gosh, it's just awful. It's I'm awful. worried about you, what you're doing in the middle of the night. Ah, well, the, the toy technique. Like, no, because it's weird. You, I feel like you're like that gif going around like from an infomercial <laughs> where someone's like with the hoses, like yeah. bobbling them everywhere. That's how ah, I that's picture what I, you in the middle of the night. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, I got there at the end. It's, it's only happened once or twice. But, you know, when you, like I say, you just you, you, when your wife's sleeping, do not wake her up. That's a life hack. Did you wake up Roxy last night? She's like, were you singing Eminem? Did <laughs> <laughs> you keep it down uh, next time? Fortunately, I didn't. I didn't. Because I, 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 I was in the uh, kitchen and I thought, oh, you know, oh, well, I'll be up until, I don't know, 11 o'clock maybe here. I didn't think we were, we were going too late. 
So I didn't move to like the basement where it would have been, you know, there was no way she would have heard us. I thought I'll just stay here. But I just get, you know, another five minutes turned into another 10 minutes and then another 20 minutes. And then it was like hour three. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You turned off your light to say goodnight and then stuck around for another 90 minutes. I I said, I said, I I, I felt like I was at a party uh, and I couldn't leave, even though there was nobody in my house. All I had to do was lower the the flat, the the laptop and I, I was out, but I couldn't. I couldn't leave. It was a great night. It was a fun night. It, was, it, was a it actually felt like going to a party, like which is weird. It's something that yeah. hasn't happened for so long. And uh, Matt was in great form. He was telling great stories. He was he was complaining just the right amount, you know. Like it, it wasn't like, oh, all right, here he goes. It was more like, good. Matt, you good. missed those complaints. Oh, of course, of yeah, course. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, go so, check it out. Uh, it was fun. Okay, great. It was like a party. You're, you're absolutely right. It was a. I mean, we call it a watch party. There's not a lot of watching going on, but man, it's a party. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a good hang. Uh, and thanks to everybody that joined us last night, or everybody that's watched it later. That's that really blows my mind. Okay, let's start wrapping this up here. Pick them results from last night. A lot of blowouts there last night. We actually picked a good night just to just to hang and make some eggs together um, because, yeah, there was just uh, not great, great games. Tass did an awesome job on what you need to know that, um, on this morning's podcast, though, so go listen and watch that. The game was the Rockets-Grizzlies and the Grizzlies were favorites at home. One and a half, small line. Lee, I told you, man, you swerved? The swerve is perfect in the month of February. And what, what does the swerve mean? It means when just one guy goes with one team and everybody else backs the other team. It's perfect. It's worked every time, and you had the Rockets. You got the W. That's your first victory. You're 1-3. Tass is 1-3. He had the Grizzlies loss. I had the Grizzlies. I'm 2-2. Two and, two. And, and Trey, my man, still looking for his first win here. You got to let me pick oh, last. I got to get the chance to swerve here. Okay. Okay, that's Yeah, that's, see, that, that's the thing. I actually think I picked first yesterday, so it wasn't technically a swerve. It was... Uh, yeah, yeah. It's I mean... Point. It's a good swerve. Gentleman yeah, swerve. A gentleman yeah. swerve. That's a good way to put it. So, Tass, uh, obviously a lot of games on. Um, where are we focusing on tonight? We got a big one on ESPN. The Celtics visiting the Los Angeles Clippers, who are coming home after a long road trip. And the Clippers are favored by five and a half points. They're coming home after a six-game trip while Boston is on their long trip out west. The second game, uh, or third game, I think, of their, of their trip. So it's a five and a half point spread. You know, you're, you're picking the winner. Let's be honest. Let's be honest here. Who you got? Uh... Not starting with Trey Lee. Go, go first. Oh, yeah. So this this line, I looked at that and I thought that's a little bit juicy. I thought, but I think it's that juicy because Jalen Brown is questionable, mm. uh, and, and and there's no update on him. Um, so I'm gonna take. I'm gonna make my bet, assuming Jalen Brown is out. Okay. Kemba's probably back. Marcus Smart is still out, and I'm taking the Clippers at six points. I, I think. Jalen Brown makes that bigger difference. If he plays, I would switch back to the Celtics. But you can't do that in this game. You've got to pick what you know at the time. And I'm going to assume that Brown doesn't play. I'm taking the Clippers at five and a half. All right, skits. Yeah, tough one, tough one, tough one. I, I, um, I'm i going to go the Celtics. I don't know. I feel like maybe this is a – maybe it's a swerve. Maybe it's not. We'll find out from you guys in a second. But uh, I, I think uh, – I think Boston can keep this close. You know, they had a bad loss there the other night against the Kings. And uh, the no Jalen, that does worry me. That That's uh, that's not good. But well, he's questionable. I, I, he's questionable. Say, yeah, he might yeah, play. Right. And honestly, yeah. more times than not, we've seen this happen. 
you know, a star player is not playing or whatever, and you think that team's going to get absolutely hammered, and actually the opposite happens a lot of the time. Teams, like, maybe take their foot off the gas, they think it's going to be an easy victory, all these guys that are playing for minutes, they get an opportunity, they're playing a little harder, maybe the defense there. Anyway, I'll take the Celtics to cover. I still think the Clippers win this game, but give me the give me the five and a half. Is that what I get there, Tassie? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay, I'll take sure. Boston. It sure happens when stars don't play. That, that obviously, oh, yeah. that happened last night. No Dame and no CJ McCollum. Blazers win in, in Philly. Right, right. Uh, here's another life hack, but it's a basketball hack. Uh, when a team comes back from a long trip, they don't play too well that first game. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take Boston. I'm going to take Boston on the road here. To keep it close at least. Okay, okay. Trey. So Trey, where are you going? Uh, two Bostons and a Clipper. I don't know which makes me Trey Swervy. Give me the Clippers. Okay. Either the swerve works and it is considered a swerve, or I have a perfect 0-5 week. Either way, <laughs> good stuff. All right, all right. So, yeah, we're split on this one. Uh, two of us with the Clips, two of us with the Celtics. Shout out to the Beantown boys. Shout out to Isaac and the Clippers fandom. Okay, let's wrap this up with a little rapid-fire fun. JD, you have the honor this week of uh, hitting us with the questions. How about it? Yeah, so this week we found out that Jared Dudley has written a book about the NBA bubble. To call it a book, though, <laughs> might be a bit of a stretch. Uh, it's 42 pages long. Is that really a book? More of a PDF, we were saying? Maybe a yep. pamphlet? <laughs> manifesto? I don't know. Um, but you know what? It's probably exactly the length that Jared needed to tell us about his experience. What's in the era or event in your life that you could squeeze or stretch into 42 pages skeets. I won't overthink this. Last night's NBA happy hour. For sure. I think I just stole somebody's answer. Absolutely. Perfect. I mean, uh, it's like, it felt like 42 pages for sure. Um, whatever the heck that means. It was a lot of fun though. There was like chapters too. I mean, we had a, we had a top shot chapter. Uh, we obviously had the Matty O catching up with him chapter. We had the singing chapter. We had the Blair Witch Project chapter. We had the making eggs chapter. I mean, it, it's like a book. Uh, so I'll, that's my answer. Sorry if I stole it there. Yeah, you got to get in there and tag that thing today. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Time stamps. Maybe, on the, weekend, maybe on the weekend. From, uh, uh, no. Don't do it. Somebody Don't do, do that it, for man. me. Hey, somebody out there, do me a favor. Talk to me uh, offline here and uh, help me out with those timestamps. Okay, that's <laughs> my answer, though. All right, Tassie. Well, when I broke my leg in 2008, uh, I... I make that six month period into a book i think that there's there's enough there first of all you know being on the baseball field lying down with all my buddies looking over me and me looking up at them and i had one guy telling me to get on my back because he wanted to assess my broken leg i've got a broken leg i don't want to lie on my back but anyway <laughs> uh it, it went on and on learning to walk again the, the fantastic nurses I had when I took those Percocets in the hospital I saw the white light thought I was gone Um, (laughs) going back to talk to those nurses again Uh, yeah learning to walk doing this show was our first year of video in in 2008 uh, hobbling up there in crutches and dancing like Elvis Elvis coming back here uh, early (laughs) on in our uh, in our show way back when Um, yeah there's there's just chapter after chapter after chapter here so uh, yeah, we can we can pull that off. I think yeah. we can pull that off. I, uh, I quit that. my job at the end of it too. That's that's a big part of it. Oh, yeah. I quit TSN. They paid me for six months. Thanks very much. And then I quit <laughs> uh, before I had to go back. Ouch. What an a hole I am. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, 40, I think I, I can probably get forty three pages out of that. I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Lee. Yeah, well, when I saw this question and uh, and I thought, oh, I mean, Tass wasn't on the on the uh, call last night, so I thought he's probably not going to say it. And I thought, I bet Skeets does say it. 
<laughs> but then I thought, you know what? Look, Ben Gulliver wrote a book down in the bubble. Jared Dudley wrote a book in the bubble. So why can't I just have the same answer as, uh, as Skeets? <laughs> all right, all right. I, you know, I missed the first hour or so. I can't remember when I joined there. So uh, I'm just going to take the exact same answer from a different angle there, Skeetsy. Yeah. Despite you're writing a book right now. Yeah, I know, but that's not going to be 42 pages. No, that's going yeah. to be, yeah, right. gonna be a Is lot Is that going to be a chapter in your book? The night we did four and a half hours <laughs> yeah. on a live stream. I mean, it might be now. It might be, because I don't know if there's ever been a live stream like like that long uh, out there before, has there? I mean... Oh, yeah. For oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I think there has. You sure? think we were setting know. records last I, year. I think we were setting records. I think so. Like with a live For you, everything? yeah. I don't know. It was great. Uh, perfect that'll do answer <laughs> oh yeah oh okay okay you guys want to go for the record yeah you go for the record the yeah. longest live stream is 259 hours 46 minutes and 45 Holy seconds crap. set in december of 2020 oh wow it's there crazy. for the taking wow mm. well i don't think we gotta go for that though i did say i think i said it on last night's show at some point we gotta do a fun like 24 hour like charity drive like yeah. live stream, we got a, we got enough bits. We know enough people. We can make enough segments happen. Oh, uh, sure. I think it would be a, you know it'd be hell by the end of it, but it'd be a fun hell. Uh, yeah, we would have some fun. So I think we'll we'll, we'll think about that later. Yeah, on, but. let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, yeah. next one. This one's gonna sting Lee. A brand new segment debuted this week on NBA TV's Center Court. It featured Grant Hill opening a pack of basketball cards called Ripping Packs. Hmm, sounds familiar. And just a day later, good friend of the show, Amir Blumenfeld, took to Instagram Live to open a case of basketball cards, and he just straight up called it Poppin' Packs. <laughs> that sounds really familiar. But you know what? It happens. Ideas are out there in the ether. Sometimes it's by accident. Sometimes it's on purpose. But whether it's an idea, a heart, or merchandise, tell us about a time you stole something, Skeets. I've uh, shared this story before. Shout out to my buddy Grish, who I like when I say my buddy Grish, the stream team says, our buddy Grish. (laughs) Grish is everybody's. Uh, I stole him when we were younger. Still so weird I did this. His birthday was coming up and I stole him a Kevin Johnson rookie card from from a card shop. I, I didn't do things like that, so it was just a weird, weird thing. I just saw an opening, and I was like, you know, it's easy to steal. I guess I'll take it for him. He liked Kevin Johnson, and it was a rookie card, and here you go. Wow. Really strange. I, you know, it's, I don't feel good about that. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> Does he still have it? I don't know. I don't hmm. think so. Uh, he should. I mean, it's a, the, everybody keeps telling me we're in a card craze right now. I wonder what... <laughs> yeah. uh, Kevin Johnson, though, yeah, maybe not a card you... Uh, Nah, nah, I don't think so. Don't think so. And I think that's why the prices are pretty low. Probably. Yeah, just threw a quick quick Google. $40 for a rookie card. Wow. It's higher than I thought it was. Okay. Well, Grish, you owe me $40. Probably higher 10 years ago, I would imagine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it probably was. Okay, so that's my... I mean, I've I've told that story before. It's a weird thing, but I stole it. That's like one of the only rare... That's one of the only things I've ever stolen in my life. Strange. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, Tess. Well, I steal the sayings of our man Mo Verney. All the time. <laughs> Once upon a time, he found out that we talked about him on our show, and he said, oh, I didn't know that. So to so many things, I say, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, uh, he once went to some somewhere where there was a, a display with grass on it, and he, and he said, let's go see some grass. So every time I say the word 
grass to my daughter. Let's go play on the grass. And now she says it too. Uh, she, she loves it. Uh, once he was at Canadian's uh, actor Russell Peters' house, and yep. he, mm-hmm. he saw a model of Kiss, like a wax figures of Kiss, and he yep. said, whoa, Russell Peters really loves Kiss. <laughs> uh, so, you know, i got to mix that in. Russell Peters really loved kids. I don't know. I just say a lot of his sayings. He doesn't know that. He doesn't know that. But I say a lot of his sayings. <laughs> Do you ever use yeah. this one? It's going to be a long night. I'm going to stock up on energy. <laughs> of course. Classic. Yeah, you guys did that last night. We say that all the time. All the time. Somebody is stocking up on energy. Anytime you need energy. Hundred <laughs> percent. I always just say the way he said "wow" that time when he sees like a he sees like a pig roast or something. He, he arrived at a patio, turned around the corner, and it was just like "wow." <laughs> Classic. Uh, Lily. Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this one feels a little dirty, oh, and uh, it's I'm probably probably well probably going to surprise a few people out oh, there when no. I confess to it. But uh, uh, what the hell? Let's do it, eh? Why not? So um, <laughs> I guess it was our last or second last year at You're NBA crazy. TV, and uh, they started running a nightly segment that the sort of highlighted uh, teamwork and ball movement. It wasn't like dunks and thing and alley oops and things like that. It was just like teamwork. It was a, a segment that was kind of highlighting and celebrating fundamentals of the game. Mm-hmm. So about four years before that, I just had a feeling they were going to come up with a segment like that. So I um, actually stole this new segment preemptively from them, hoping nobody would notice. And uh, I renamed it. I even got a few T-shirts made up. I got a hat made up of it. And uh, it was just a complete ripoff of this play that was coming four years later. Um so when uh, when they came, when they actually announced it and they said you know this is our new segment called Heads Up Play of the Night I thought oh my god I'm busted I am so busted I am screwed <laughs> yeah, here. yeah 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 I am absolutely screwed but nobody said a thing <laughs> nobody even seemed to notice it was crazy it was so crazy because I had just I completely ripped this off I started doing it every night on our show sticking up my thumbs and everything. <laughs> You know, in advance of knowing this was coming, and uh, when it happened, I was like, I was like, I'm going to get called in the office for sure here, <laughs> and I didn't. I just got yeah, away with crazy, it. It was man. incredible. It was so incredible. <laughs> the original priest word. It was well, a priest word. Lee, yeah, <laughs> Lee coming up with this. I, well I, well I'm very impressed how you committed to that bit, Lee. That was great. That was really, really good. very good. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, somebody on the desk. Like, I hope it's our buddy Jared Greenberg. Start dropping Mo Verney references uh, during the show. Wow. Wow. All right. And uh, last one. Uh, I apologize for this. Uh, I'm definitely phoning this last one in. Okay. Break out the hummus. Break out the uncooked carrots. The Super Bowl is this weekend. Chiefs versus the Bucks. Who you got in the big game, Skeets? I like the Chiefs. Give me the over. I'm putting money on Brady and Mahomes to both throw over 300 plus yards. Yeah, go get that that MGM. I think it's plus 165. I said in an ad read. Um, Yeah, I like the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs. I'm not cheering for Tom Brady. No thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. Go ahead, Tess. 
That's funny. Did you say that in ad read? Because I did as well. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, I said the exact same bet. It's, oh, it's, it's going to win for sure. Oh, we're going to hit it. Let's go. <laughs> we're going to be rich. Nice. There yeah. you go. Done. Bet MGM. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm cheering for Patrick Mahomes, though. That's for sure. Okay. I'm cheering for Patrick Mahomes. Let's go Chiefs. Does he play for the Chiefs? I'm just can't yeah. believe so. Let's go Chiefs. Lele? Uh, I sort of want Tom Brady to win again, just because it's like, I think it sort of... Exp- Exposes Bill Belichick as not being that great a coach. Oh, what a take! What a spicy take I mean, from you. Like the Patriots, did they even make the playoffs this year? I don't know. No. Oh, got him! Mm. Did they? No, no, no they didn't. No. And he goes to Tampa Bay, who, as far as I know, were you know a bit of a sad sack franchise, and they're probably going to win. Are, are they favorite? It's a three-point line on BetMGM right now for the Chiefs. Oh, I guess oh, really? Three. Okay, yeah. close, close. In Tampa. But well, uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I sort of I, I, I don't love Tom Brady. I don't hate him either. So I'm sort of like it'd be great for him, you know, to go and win that Super Bowl and say, ah, oh, yeah, see, it was all him. It wasn't Bill. Right. Big wow. Bill. Mm. Uh, are you excited about the uh, halftime performance? Lee? Who's performing? Oh, you don't even know. No. Oh, I, I, even I know this. Is it? Is it the weekend? That's right. Oh. Uh. That's right. Yeah, I guess Lee's nah. not excited. He's uh, Lee's apparently put seven million dollars of his own money into the production. What a cheap organization the NFL is. Pay up, man. They make more money than anybody, and someone's got to pay to perform at the Super Bowl. Well, oh my god. I mean, he's adding to it. He really wants to put on a show. Well, he him. should just bill them. Say, so, I need this. This is what it costs. This is what it costs me. Give me the seven mil. What, what They're gonna he... make. <laughs> What is he spending what the $7 million on? I, just, I, I don't even know if that's true. I think I saw uh, it on Instagram. I, I definitely <laughs> heard that, and I was just like, well, well what, what are you doing, weekend? Well, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? He's trying to entertain you is what he's trying Surely, to do. Surely, though, like when they, when, they, when they say, listen, we want you to perform, he's like, all right, this is what it's going to cost. And they just said, no, you, you only get like a budget of this much. And he's like, well, I'm going to do it anyway because I want to put on a good show. Yeah. Which is great. You know, that's what you want, you want from your performer. He should just send them the bill and say, you're going to have to pay for it anyway, because this is it. This is what it cost. I mean, all right, I like uh, it. Like, like J-Lo and uh, Shakira last year was incredible. Incredible show. That was last year, wasn't it? Wasn't I it? have yeah. no clue. But I'm pretty sure it was last year. Seems legit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, incredible, and, you loved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I think they probably cheaped out on them too. Uh, sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, but what about the exposure? You're getting a lot of exposure. No, 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 no. no. This okay. is the NFL's like chance to to try to build bridges themselves. Not yeah, the most right. reputable organization. So uh, pay up. They've got the money. Jesus, that's mm-hmm. awful. Mm-hmm. That's awful. A lot. Seven million dollars. A lot of money. Yeah. yeah. What, what's he? Do? I mean, fireworks, right? Fireworks are expensive. <laughs> Not that expensive. God, fireworks are expensive. Fireworks are very expensive, GD. Are they? <laughs> yes. You need uh, zoning uh, rights. <laughs> the permits uh, alone. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right, we'll see. Lee, so are you going to tune in for that at least? Nah. Now you got it. What? Come on. I want to I want to I want to break down on Monday's podcast at least your thoughts on the weekend's performance. Ah, uh, I don't know. Watch it on I YouTube. Oh, uh, okay. I'll watch it on YouTube the day after then, I guess. I yeah. want you to break it down for me. I want <laughs> yeah. to, Please, please. For me on Monday, it'll be fun. You say the, the pros and the cons or things you liked or disliked about the... Uh, All right. I'll try, I'll try to watch it. I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thank no you promises, so Skeets. You know, listen, you just got four hours out of me last night doing I didn't that. ask for four hours out of you. <laughs> but I gave that to you. I'm like the weekend. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, let's call it there. Uh, good luck to everybody in the Super Bowl. Let's hope it's a close game. I'm sure a lot of you uh, joining us here are going to be watching. Why not? What else are you going to be doing on a Sunday? Guys, new No Dunks items available at NoDunks.com. Hoodies, t-shirts, shorts, mugs. Got to rep the brand, so go grab something from NoDunks.com. Treat yourself to an athletic subscription. Go to TheAthletic.com slash NoDunks, where you can sign up for just $3.99 a month for the best damn sports writing in the world. Thank you for joining us here live today. We got very solid plays uh, slash heads up plays of the day uh, coming up a little <laughs> bit later. So if uh, make sure you subscribe to us on the No Dunks YouTube channel. Tass, is the sandwich done? Uh, is the is the Arby's in the gullet? I got it for you. As soon as we see those Clipper Bros, you'll see some magic on this. I <laughs> can't wait. I'm sorry. Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Apologies to do this to everyone who is listening, uh, but here's uh, my little, it's, a, it's an applesauce smiley face. Oh man, I can't hold Saucy this Saucy bite right there. There, yeah. Jeez, I can't, I, I'm not really bad with these web cameras. Anyways, that's an applesauce smiley face. Yep. Last bite of my Arby's beefer. Mmm. That's sweet. Very sweet. Embrace <laughs> the weekend, people. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.